Columbia Broadcasting System presents Nyla Max Let's Pretender. Hello, everybody. The studio is filled with eager visitors just waiting to join the pretenders in a trip to the land of enchantment. But before we turn the program over to them, let me ask you something. This is Bill of Rights Week. Do you fans of Let's Pretend know what the Bill of Rights means to you? Well, if you don't, get your dad and mother, the whole family together, and talk it over. For it's about you and your country. America. Beautiful, free America. The land we love and must protect. And now, Pat Ryan. Right here, Mr. Bryan. Estelle Levy. Right here, too. All right, then. Take over. Thank you, Mr. Bryan. Estelle, what's that next letter in turn say? Suppose you read it and see. All right, let's have a look at it. Dear Les Pretend. Hey, that T sort of got misplaced, didn't it? Well, anyhow, dear Les Pretend. I like your stories a lot. That one I heard last week was so good, I thought it really happened. Now, if it isn't too much trouble, will you please play my favorite? It's The Fisherman and His Wife. Or maybe you call it Flounder, Flounder in the Sea. Please do it because I never wrote before and I do want to hear my favorite. P.S. I haven't got a dog, but I got a cat without a tail. He sure looks funny. (laughs) Isn't that quite a letter? It is indeed. And what's more, The Fisherman and His Wife is lots of fun. So let's do it. Well, now then... How should we travel today? Uh, Eddie Ryan, have you a suggestion? Well, how about a limousine and a motorcycle escort? Fair enough. All right, bring them on. One, two, three. Beep, 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 beep. Lieutenant? Beep, beep, beep. Reporting for duty. Escort us straight through the park. First stop, let's pretend. All out, it's a fisherman and his wife. All right, men. Let's go. <laughs> I thought I'd find you up here fishing. I was afraid you would, too. What's that? There's this nothing. Now, Tom, stop fishing and listen to me. I'm sick and tired of all this poverty and skimping. Nobody else in this town works as hard as I do. Right, all right. What do you want me to do? Find other employment. Something that'll make us a living, a decent living. And that would be what, for instance? That's right. Put it all up to me. I might as well. I never have a chance to get in a word. What did you say? Uh, I said I'll have to get another worm. Oh. Anyway, fishing isn't so good today. Fish. That's all you do. Sit here on a rock and fish. Why? You never catch anything. Except when I get home. What's that? Uh, nothing. Tom, why do you sit here all day? Why? Oh, because it's quiet, I guess. The waves don't scold me all the time. Well, they would if they had to depend on you for a living. Oh, I'm going home. That's good. What was that? Uh, I said, uh, that's good bait I have. I think I'll catch something today. A mackerel, maybe. Well, be home for supper. And don't bring that nasty pipe in the house with you. It smells to the sky. All right. Mind now, be home for supper. Yes, yes, Matilda, I'll be there. Oh, thank heaven. 
Oh, what a life. You old pipe. Still my only friend, I guess. Uh-oh, a bite. Ah, that's a big one, too. Come along, old fellow. Oh, flounder it is. And what a flounder. Come along. There you are. That's it right at my feet. And what a beauty. Sir, please, please have pity. Let me go. What do I hear? Who spoke to me? I did. A flounder that talks. Great Scott. What magic is this? Please, it is indeed magic. I am an enchanted prince, fisherman. But at least I am comfortable here in the water. And I can have peace and quiet. Well, of course, I can understand wanting that. Besides, a talking fish would be wasted in my house. You never get a chance to talk around my wife, Manny. You might just as well go back into the sea. Thank you, fisherman. I shan't forget your kindness. Oh, that's all right. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, you say you can have uh, peace and quiet in the sea? That's right. Well, who do you have to know to get changed into a fish? Sorry. I'd like to help you. But it's a deep secret. Oh, a deep sea secret, eh? <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, you're a nice fellow. I'll throw you back into the water. But, but I'd rather change places with you. There you go. Thank you. I shan't forget you. Goodbye. Where's the fish you thought you'd catch? Why, I... You see, it, it was this way, oh, Maddie. another I day was... wasted and another day of thin body soup for supper. Well, Maddie, I did catch a flounder. Well, thank goodness. Where is it? I'll broil it. It'll be a nice change. Well, um... You see, Maddie, I... Threw it back. You threw it back? Heaven help me to keep my hands off you. Why? Well, you see, he... Wanted me to. He wanted you to? The man is that crazy. What do you mean he wanted you to? Now, now, wait a minute, Maddie. Let me tell you, will you? He told me he was an enchanted prince and asked me to please throw him back into the sea. So I did. That's all. Well, what'd he give you for it? His thanks. His thanks. I suppose we can eat them for supper. Well, you're either the biggest fool I know or you're crazy. Maybe both. I told you not to smoke that nasty pipe in here. Go on out in the backyard if you must pull at it. Stinking old pipe. Go on. All right, Maddie. Flounder that talk. Enchanted. Why, he might have been able to. Who's that? Who knocked at the window? I did. Let me. Who are you? I am the spirit of ambition. I want to talk to you. The spirit of ambition? Oh, what do you want to talk to me about? The flounder in the sea is enchanted. He told your husband the truth. He can give you whatever you ask for. Why not take advantage of it? Why not get some of the things you've always wanted? That's a splendid idea. Of course I will. How do I do it? Send your husband, Tom, back to the rock. He'll find the way to do it. Don't delay. Get the things you've always wanted. The flounder can give them. That's odd. Said it was the spirit of ambition. Have I been dreaming or what happened? Anyhow, dream or no dream, it's a good idea. Tom! Tom! Yes, Maddie? Come in here, but don't bring the pipe. Hurry now. Yes, Maddie? Do you know what I want you to do? Uh, go break a leg, maybe? No. 
Now listen to me, Tom. You were a fool to let that flounder get away without doing anything for you. Now I want you to go back to the sea, call him out and bargain with him. Get something for what you did. But, Maddie, I don't think you... You never do. Well, now you do as I say. Go call him out and ask him for something. What shall I ask for? What do we need? What do we need? Why, a decent cottage with flowers around it and clean, crisp curtains at the windows. Hurry up. Oh, all right, I'll go, but it's silly. Well, so are you, but go just the same. I do. Well, I'll try. I'll have no peace till I do. Uh, flounder, flounder in the sea. I pray you hearken unto me. My wife will never let me be until I've begged a boon from me. Well, fisherman, what will you have of me? Oh, now that's real nice of you to come when I called. Thank you kindly. Uh, my wife, well, you see, she likes yes, to Yes, have... I know. What does she want? Well, she'd like a new little cottage with crisp lettuce. I mean, crisp curtains at the windows and a backyard and a garden. I mean, a... Go home. She is standing at the door of your new home now. No fool. It is as I have said. Thank you, Mr. Flounder. I mean, your enchanted fishery, your, your diners. You save me hours and hours of the old Harry. I'm very grateful. I certainly am. If there isn't a brand new cottage. Oh, hurry, Tom. Come quickly. Uh, Look, isn't it too wonderful? Well, now, who would have believed it? I never saw a prettier little house. And look how clean and new and shining it is. Oh, it's too wonderful. Well, now, Maddie, perhaps you'll let me rest. This ought to make you happy. Good heavens, Tom. Uh, Take that smelling pipe out of here and clean your feet before you come back in. I don't propose to have my new carpet soiled or my new curtain streaked with tobacco smoke. Go on now before it stinks up the whole house. All right, Maddie. I'd hope the new house would give you a new disposition. But I guess even the magic fish couldn't do that. Lady Winton, your nearest neighbor. Have you noticed my new home? Isn't it charming? Oh. Now I place you. You're the wife of Tom the fishmonger, aren't you? Well, yes, I am. But, you see, now that we have a new home, I thought that perhaps... I don't think we need any fish today. However, if you care to go to the rear entrance of my castle, the servants will tell you. Oh, I didn't intend to do that. I was going to ask you if you wouldn't come into my cottage and have some tea with me. Into that miserable cottage? I, Lady Winton, to have tea with a... A fishmonger's wife? Don't be ridiculous. And I don't think you need come to the castle again. We shan't need any more fish. Good morning. 
Oh, the stuck-up thing. The nasty old scarecrow. I didn't like her anyhow. We sharp need any more fish. A cat? Oh, I'll get even with her, all right. I'll get even. Good morning, fishmonger's wife. I've heard that voice before. Where are you? Who are you? I am the spirit of ambition. Oh, I thought I recognized you. Well, what do you want, ambition? What do you want? That's the question. I want to get even with that stuck-up Lady Winton from the castle. That's what I want. That's why I came. Why not do it? You can have a castle finer than hers. Send your husband back to the sea. The planner owes you that much for setting him free. You're right, Ambition. You certainly are. I'll have my own castle, and then we'll see if Lady Winton will be so smart. Thank you. I'll, I'll go right now and tell Tom to go. Tom! wife of mine will be the death of me. No peace until she gets her way. Oh, well, here goes. Flounder, flounder in the sea. I pray you hearken unto me. My wife will never let me be until I've begged a boon from thee. Well, fisherman? Huh? You called? Oh, my goodness, you startled me. How do you do, your highness, Mr. Fish? What is it you want? Well, my wife... That is, she said that... What does she want now? I'm sorry to bother you, but this time it's a castle. Please, Mr. Flounder, nothing else will suit her. Why, I, I wouldn't know, but I hope you understand she is my wife, you know, and I'd like to see her happy. I understand, Tom. Go home. Even now she is wrangling with the servants in the marble castle of her own. That's what I'd like to know. Where did you come from? Look here, fellow. How dare you come to the front door of the Lady Matilda's castle? Get away. Go round to the servant's entrance. Well, now, that's all right, mister. You just keep your gold braid on. You see, I happen to be Mr. Matilda. I beg I mean, Matilda is my husband. Uh, what did you... Th that is to say, um... I live here, too. Uh, you are Sir Thomas? Oh, no. You got me mixed up with two other fellas. My name is Tom. Just plain Tom. Uh, but you are the owner of this castle, sir. Well, now I've got a check on that. So where's Maddie? Lady Matilda has gone for a drive through the park, Sir Thomas. Well, Lady Matilda has gone for a drive. <laughs> that sounds pretty la-di-da. Did horses and carriages come with this castle too, Mr. Uh, what's your name? Even Sir Thomas. Well, Huh? Abentonshire, Sir Thomas. Uh, I'm sorry. All I can get is Abentonshire. Exactly. That's what I said. Well, I'll call you Abe if it's all the same to you. Uh, here comes her ladyship now. Excuse me, sir. I must help her from the carriage. Hi, Maddie. 
My word, your doggy. See, what's that gadget you got on for a hat? <laughs> it looks like last year's waffle. Shh, for heaven's sake, the servant. Yeah? What's wrong with them? Oh, shut up. I don't want them to hear you. That's all, Abensonshire. Thank you, your ladyship. And you, Carson. I shan't need a carriage anymore today. You may go. Very well, my lady. Titi. Oui, madame. Take my wrap and hat to my suite. And, uh, I'll wear my aquamarine velvet gown tonight at dinner. Oui, madame. And you, George and Norton, that'll be all. I wish to be alone. Well, that suits me, too. I'll see you later. Tom, come here. Now that the servants have all gone, we can be ourselves. Maybe you can. I don't think I can in all this highfalutin stuff. Come on, in the sunroom where we can talk without being disturbed. Huh? Sunroom, huh? That's a joke in somebody. We haven't got a son. Oh, hush. Tom, do you know what happened to me today? Did somebody else get a chance to say something? Quiet. I invited Lady Winton, the stuck-up thing, to drive with me. Well, when we were passing the King's estate, who should come out but Her Highness Queen Guinevere and get into the royal carriage? Yeah, did you challenge her to a race? Those nags you had look pretty good. Oh, don't be an idiot, Tom. Do you know what I was obliged to do? Uh, give her a boost? She's getting on that one. Will you be quiet and listen to me? I was obliged to stop the horses, descend from my carriage, and curtsy until she'd driven off. Well, of course, Maddie, we all do that. Well, Lady Winton didn't. No, she merely bowed in the carriage because she's of the nobility. Oh, well, what do you care with a castle like this and everything you want? They're not your kind anyhow. Oh, forget it, Maddie. I won't forget it. And don't you dare smoke that pipe in here. Uh, where can I go? The kitchen? Certainly not. Besides, you've no time to smoke now. The first thing for you to do is keep the appointment I made for you with your tailor. With my what? With your tailor. You have to have all new clothes to go with your new station. Silk, velvet, and slippers with diamond buckles. Now, now, wait a minute. What station do you think I'm in? The Ladies' Aid Society or something? Silk. Slippers with diamond buckles. <laughs> I'd like to see myself in a rig like that. You are Sir Thomas now, and you have to live up to it. You think I want Lady Winton sneering at you for your rough clothes? I don't care who sneers. I won't doll up like a misguided peacock for anybody. Oh, yes, you will. Now, go ahead. Abentonshire will show you to your suite. Abentonshire will show me nothing sweet. I'm going out and get some fresh air. Though I wish to heavens I'd never seen that flounder confound him. Castle and servants, and still not good enough to mix with the nobility. Let me in. Let me in. Who is that? Where are you? Open the window. Let me in. The window is open. Who are you? I am the spirit of greed. Greed? You look a little like that spirit of ambition. Only not so good looking, if I may say so. Greed is never good looking, milady. But you like me. Well, can you give me more than ambition? <laughs> I told you you'd like me. I saw you get out of your carriage today and stand while the queen went by. A shame, I call it. Well, what about it? If you were higher in rank than the queen, that wouldn't have to be. It wouldn't, Greed? Well, now, that's more like it. What can I be that would make her get out and bow to me? An empress is greater than a queen. An empress, Greed? Could I be an empress? <laughs> of course you can be an empress. Have your husband call the flounder. Have the flounder make you an empress. Then you can banish the queen. You can rule the empire. You can sway the world with your power and splendor. Of course I can. 
Why, thank you, spirit of greed. Better do it immediately. Don't worry. I'll get my husband to go to the flounder this very minute. Tom! to say after all he's done for Matt. Well, this is the last time. I don't care what happens. I won't bother him after today. The flounder, flounder in the sea. I pray thee hearken unto me. My wife will never let me be until I've asked a boon from thee. Well, fisherman, back again? Oh, how do you do, Mr. Flounder? Forgive me for bothering you, but you see, I... Well, I... Honestly, don't know how to say it. But my wife, well, she's got a new boy. She's decided Isn't that... Isn't she satisfied? What does she want now? She wants... Oh, dearie me. She wants to be an empress, Mr. Flounder. Imagine. An empress. Very well. <laughs> Go home. Even now, she is executing a soldier for not saluting her father. Matilda! Uh, excuse me, but I'd like to talk to Maddie a minute. Clear out, you beggar. The Empress is about to pass us on her way to the throne room. Clear out. Yes, but you don't understand. Maddie is... How dare you call the Empress Maddie? Shh. The procession. Huh? What, what? Here she comes. Kneel down, you fool. Uh, say, Matt, I think the flounder is sore because... Silence! <laughs> Right by me. Didn't even bore me out. That's the first time she ever missed a chance to talk. <laughs> well, maybe this Empress business. Her is Majesty all... demands the presence of this man in the throne room. Who, me? You. Well, for heaven's sake. Do you think she's going to have me killed or something? Keep a civil tongue in your head, fellow. Follow this man. And when you reach the throne room, don't forget to kneel and kiss the hem of her robe. Me kiss Matt's skirt? I'd like to see myself. Take that for your impudence. Now follow this man. I'll settle with you, lady, you overdressed lobster. Uh, lead the way there, Bozo. Your Majesty, here is the man you sent for. Come here, my good man. And don't speak until you're spoken to. Say, hey, Matt, what's the idea of pretending I'm a stranger? Well, aren't you? What possible right have you in the castle of the Empress, unless by her royal permission? Why, that's plumb silly. I, I won't stand for it, Matt. You won't stand it. It is only through my generosity that you are permitted to live. What? Remember, I am the Empress Matilda. My word is law. You are a commoner. Please remember your place. Well, aren't you my wife anymore? Not at all. You mean I'm free? Look I mean by that, the world must not know that you are my husband. Oh. Well, with your nose at the angle it is now, that suits me. Now, listen to me. Next week, we give the Spring Lawn Festival. By that time, I want you to know deportment. You must live up to your new and exalted position. So, beginning today, you are to receive 18 hours of instruction every day, 
until you are versed in the manners of the court. Eighteen hours a day? Matt, you're crazy. Don't call me Matt and put that pipe away. Uh, I am the Empress Matilda. Address me as your Imperial Highness. Very well, your Imperial Highness. Empress Matilda. Now you listen to me for a change. I'm going out to smoke my royal pipe and stink up the royal yard, and you and your Imperial Hocus Pocus can go jump in the royal lake. you're fussing about, Maddie? Oh, it would be my luck to have it rain on the very day of the lawn festival. Why, I've commanded even the queen and the king to be here. Now this rain has spoiled everything. Well, Matt, it's the first time you haven't had your way since you've been empress. But I want my way this day most of all. Tom, do you know something? Hmm? If I was a lord of the universe, this couldn't happen. Oh, no, Matt, for the love of Pete and all hands round, be reasonable. After all, even you can't hope to be that. <laughs> Oh, yes, you can, Empress. Who's that speaking? I don't hear anybody but you. I never hear anybody but you. Oh, be quiet. That's a familiar voice. Listen. I am the spirit of greed, Empress. You can be lord of the universe. Tell your husband to go to the founder. Tell him you want to be lord of the universe. Tom, go to the flounder. Again? Not me. I'm through. If you want to be lord... Go to the flounder or I shall have you executed in the public square. Tell him I would be lord of the universe. Now go. I warn you, Maddie, this will make trouble for somebody. He won't stand it. Tom, go instantly. I pray thee hearken unto me. My wife will never let me be until I've asked a boon from thee. Back again, fisherman? What now? Oh, my dear Mr. Royal Highness, I... I mean, Mr. Empress, my wife... How can I say it? What does she want now? I'm embarrassed. I really am, sir. She wants to be lord of the universe. All right. Fisherman, because of her greed, her never-satisfied greed, she has pronounced her own doom. Go home. Don't look for her in the throne room. Don't look for her in the castle. She is back in the miserable hovel she had when you and I first met. No fooling. It is true. Everything is vanished. Once more, she is the fishmonger's wife. Go back, and may heaven look after her from now on. Oh, here I am in this dirty, miserable shack, and it's all your fault. My fault? I like that. You better stop trying and get the supper. Tears won't do any good. I shouldn't have listened to greed. I should have been satisfied with what I had. That's the first sensible thing you've said. Greed gets more people into trouble. Somehow they don't ever learn the difference between that and honest ambition. I know it now. 
now when it's too late. Well, never mind, Maddie. I'll try and make this a living. It won't be like that castle business when you were going pretty strong, but we'll get along. Yes, Tom. Tom, I'll try to make up for all the mistakes I've made. Well, then, maybe we're not so bad off after all. Uh, you're sure you'll behave yourself now? Yes, Tom. I've learned my lessons. I'll be good. Well, then, let's forget the whole blooming business, and you get the supper, and I'll help you. No, no, I'll get it, dear. You sit here in this nice big chair and rest. Oh, and Tom. Yes? Here's your dear little pipe. May I light it for you? And so ends the story of the fisherman and his wife. And another episode of Let's Pretend is concluded. Was this your favorite? If not, write to Let's Pretend in care of this station, and we'll try to make your favorite story wish come true. Would you like to see a broadcast? Then write for tickets. Address all mail to Let's Pretend, the Columbia Broadcasting System, New York City. The cast for today included Pat Ryan, Tom the Fisherman, Jack Ryans, Matilda, his wife, Estelle Levy, The Flounder in the Sea, Albert Alley, Lady Winton, Sybil Trent, The Spirit of Ambition, Hope Miller, The Spirit of Greed, Miriam Wolfe, The Butler, Arthur Anderson, The Footman, Edward Ryan. Studio technician for Let's Pretend, Fred Hendrickson. These stories are dramatized for radio and produced under the direction of Niall Amash. Be with us next Saturday at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. George Bryan speaking. This is a children's program of the Columbia Broadcasting System. (laughs) 